Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Oh, yeah, fellas. I think it's going to be a fantastic night tonight. If, uh, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune... Uh, we are the internet's one and only video game music guessing game show, and what we do around here is we listen to video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We try and guess the uh, guess the games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We goof off. We have fun. Uh, we you know take the competition very seriously, and the winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for the next episode and play their bonus tune. And uh, man, it was uh, it was a, a gift of an episode last week. It was John Regan's birthday, so despite, I don't think, technically winning, we handed John uh, a birthday present. And I did so begrudgingly. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've been a, uh, you know... I've been pretty upset since uh, since my defeat in August. If you're uh, if you're a longtime viewer, of game that tune. You'll know that I've been uh, doing the show since uh, since then with egg on my face, and uh, it, it pains me to see Johnny succeed. Um, but yeah, John Regan was to see Johnny succeed. John Regan was our winner last night, and uh, so he got to or last week, and so he got to pick the theme. And uh, so, Johnny, what's uh what's the theme for uh, for this week's episode? Well, traditionally, when I win. I pick a free play. Yes. And I stuck with tradition. Okay, that's good. And I decide to update our traditions. And, uh, you know, you, uh, last time you got to pick a theme, you picked free play at the end of August Absurdity, and you, and you fucked with my free play jingle, so I fucked the free play jingle right back at you, baby. So, uh, Ooh. say it again and hit that jingle. This week's theme is a free play. Game that too. to lose. Feel so desperately that you're right. Get to fail. Dread it. Run from it. Free play. Arrives all the same. John Regan says Bionic Commando rearmed. Incorrect. We got uh, Johnny with a dick guitar. Johnny says Bottle Rocket the game. That's incorrect. So Johnny says Fallout 4, which is incorrect. John Regan says, drawing of a penis. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says, double penis. We got double dragon from Johnny, incorrect. John Regan, god damn it, so close, says, shovel knight showdown. Uh, <laughs> Johnny said, Iggy's wrecking balls, which is unfortunately incorrect. Johnny says, echo the show, which is also wrong. Wow, Johnny's so quick with the answer, says the love boat, and he's wrong. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> John Regan says, Milo and Otis, you're out of your mind. And John drew a, Johnny drew a penis. John, we've already used Tekken 2 on the show, man. Oh, we have? Damn it. So, John Regan says Tekken 2, which is incorrect. Uh, John Regan uh, fell for my bait and said Metal Gear Solid, which is incorrect. John, <laughs> John Regan says Final Surf Fantasy, which is close. John Regan says Chill-Ass Super Metroid. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. 
and duck. I ran out of room. <laughs> okay. No. John says Robot Radical Rex, which is also incorrect. Oh, I tried to draw a slot machine with dicks. Oh, uh, that's incorrect. Oh, man, we got a <laughs> dick with a birthday hat. Uh, looks like it might be coming or peeing. I'm not sure yet. Um, then, so that's incorrect, Johnny. Sorry. John Regan has uh, that birthday hat penis uh, now jizzing onto a birthday cake. Free play! What? <laughs> so there you have it, folks. <laughs> you know, I didn't think we would top the uh, episode 100 free play jingle, but we might have. Somehow. <laughs> it's, uh, I think you know, all future free play jingles, sadly, Johnny, I'm sorry, I think they're all going to have to be compilations of you getting things wrong. Um... I love you, it. You get things wrong in the most entertaining ways. <laughs> you know, and, you, I have to ask, and you do it more often than anybody on the show. <laughs> so, Yeah, that was. I feel like I've been distilled into a free play jingle. That is a pure Johnny free play jingle. Yes, it is. So uh, what a jingle and what a night we've got tonight. We've got four great games. We've got a great fan request coming up. And uh, I think, uh, Johnny, we just got to jump right into it, man. Let's, uh, let's have game one. All right. Game one. Right. 
So, <clears throat> in a recent interview, the game's producer, Shigi Miyamoto, expressed disappointment with this series, saying that it hadn't progressed or evolved as much as other Nintendo series, and also expressing skepticism at the idea that there would be fan support for a new entry in the series, saying, quote, I'd like to ask those people, why blank? What do you want that we haven't done before? How's everybody feeling? Can you do that trivia just one more time? Oh, it's such a long trivia. Um, <laughs> series producer Shiggy expressed disappointment with the series, saying that it hadn't progressed or evolved as much as other Nintendo series. And he expressed skepticism at the idea of fan support for a new entry, saying, I'd like to ask those people, why blank? What do you want that we haven't done before? Maybe just more of the same, Shiggy. Yeah, maybe if you get it great, just fucking make more of it. I don't know, man. Just spitballing. I mean, we should grab the Shiggy phone and give him a call. And be like, yeah. look, Shiggy, make this. All right, so... Oh, man, Johnny expressed confidence, and it was misplaced because he says Earthbound. That's incorrect. Jesse says Link to the Past, also incorrect. And David has the correct answer. It's F-Zero. Oh. oh, that makes way more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, want to talk about a disappointing series that nobody feels like revisiting, apparently. It's F-Zero. You know, uh, that is to say, it's a great fucking series, and it needs to be revisited. <laughs> like, and we've Hell been yeah. saying it for years. <laughs> I, I, still, I still maintain that the reason F-Zero has not continued is because Mario Kart is a thing. That's true. Like, when Mario Kart is a racing series by Nintendo that sells millions upon millions of copies, and F-Zero is a racing series by Nintendo that sells, like, a million. upwards of upwards of the thousands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Why would they make more? It's way past time to revisit the series. I mean, that you know, uh, I never played, like, the handheld ones, uh, which apparently killed off the series, but, like... F-Zero GX was fucking dope, man. Like F-Zero GX was incredible. Yeah, I don't understand why they were like, well, well, that was great. Nothing else, though. I mean, no need to do anything on our system with motion controls. No way that would work. Definitely don't need to do anything on our other system with more motion controls. And then our newest system that also has motion controls. Who would want that? Uh, I mean, like, we was have the a... GameCube the last console to get an F-Zero game? Yes. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude. That interview I mean, that I'm we, quoting, he was being interviewed for the release of Nintendo Land, which had an F-Zero minigame in it, which I liked. It's not fucking F-Zero, but it's fun and cute. But it's like, you know, fucking hey, man. Like, 
I was clamoring for Nintendo Land just because it was going to be something resembling F-Zero on a console on my fucking TV. Like, it's, you know, it's crazy they haven't made more of this, but I don't know. I mean, how about since there's so many characters, if they could make some kind of, like, like racing game RPG hybrid. Yeah. Like, or maybe like a racing game, fighting game hybrid or something. Because they have the cast of characters and they're all weird and unique and they have different cars and stuff. And there's all the different planets. Like, there's a a rich lore that they they could just tap into. Yeah, and there's like reverence for past Nintendo series in those characters. I mean, there's like, you know, there's James McCloud as a character. One of the characters is named Zoda. That's the fucking final boss from Star Tropics. I mean, uh, it's not like people like nostalgia these days. So there'd be no reason to populate a game with a bunch of weird riffs on old Nintendo characters and make them race fucking hovercrafts. No one would want that. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's just, uh, you know, if you want to just dive right into, you know, just riffing on great ideas for future F-Zero games, I mean, like, you know, it's just, I don't understand it. Like, it's not Mario Kart. Like, you know, Mario Kart's fun and arcadey and, you know, it's accessible and also deep and challenging. And F-Zero was not terribly accessible and deep and challenging. Like, what's wrong with making a game for, like, your hardcore racing crowd? Like, d- you know, did they just, like, did they not want to follow up F-Zero because everybody was making on other systems, like, Wipeout and fucking, you know, Burnout? I mean, like, you know, I've been craving, like, some fucking fast-ass, hard-ass racing for years now. And, you know, I keep on having to go to the PlayStation for it, man. I don't like having to do that. Like, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Just, you know, give me Captain Falcon. I, I don't even care about Captain Falcon. Give me all the other guys. Give me anybody. Give me hovercrafts and fucking, you know, crazy outlandish fucking arenas. And that's all I need, baby. Like, and even going back to... I mean, I, I think you... I really... I think... I really think you kind of nailed it when you were talking about, like, they hit peak and then just said, fuck it. Because F-Zero GX, like, outstanding tracks. Yep. Like, Great really fun, like, really fun um, gameplay, like, really tight controls, really gorgeous graphics. You could build your own race machine. Yep. You could customize everything. Like, it was peak F-Zero. And then they said, nah, we're good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's just a it's a fun world to uh, to dive into and just, you know... It can be anything you want. It can be like just a more insane Star Wars universe. Like it, you know. Just imagine if Star Wars had just made a bunch of shit about just pod racing. Like, I would have played the hell out of that. That would have scratched the F Zero itch pretty well. Like, that's probably why I had Episode One Racer. Yeah, because like, oh yeah, that's pretty much like F Zero. <laughs> like, you know. But if they took that and just made a fucking you know, like an anime based you know series of fucking racing games with crazy characters and spaceships. I mean, you know, that's. I don't know, it's, it's like too easy, it's like a, it's just fucking easy layup, man, and they're just not doing it, but, I don't know, maybe Nintendo doesn't like space, their Metroid entries are sparse, Star Fox, space. even sparser. <laughs> wow, that was pretty on point. Yes, prompt. Um, but yeah, their support, for, that's the- support for Star Fox has been sparser than their support for Metroid, and their support for F-Zero has been even more sparse than their support for Star Fox, so like, I don't know, man. I think maybe you, you've hit the nail on the head. Maybe it's just an aversion to space, and yeah. instead, space. they should just make, like, <laughs> F-Zero Alpha, and yeah. it's like an F-Zero game set in, like, a fantasy world where you're racing dragons and shit. See, that's an idea, but also, F-Zero, oh, the start of it is, it's, it starts because, like, aliens and, like, uh, interdimensional things come to Earth and advance our technology, so, like... You know, uh, like F Zero Alpha taking place on Earth would be pretty dope. Like, 
where we're first starting to build fucking crazy F-Zero tracks around the pyramids or some shit. Like, yeah, I'd still play that. But, uh, you know, that's all, you know, way past just the original F-Zero. Like, the original F-Zero is, uh, you know, it... Uh, it's it's mode seven demo the game. It's a great demo <laughs> yeah. though, baby. Like, <laughs> it's uh, it's strange. I keep revisiting it. Like every time you know, I get a fucking like an emulator based system or like a Super NES Classic or a, you know like a virtual console. That's it's like the yeah, same thing. I'll get I'll get F Zero <laughs> on that. Why not? I fucking love F Zero. And uh, you know, I always in revisiting it, play it for a few hours for like the first day of a virtual console launch, and then I'm like, well, that was fun. And that's that. Because uh, the one big thing that this game is lacking, two-player, where is it? Like, what the fuck? It, it's crazy to me. It's one of those games where I thought I had memories of playing it two-player, and then it's like, wait, no, I didn't. It was always a trade-off. It's like the original Double Dragon for NES. It's like, surely I played that two-player. I know it's not possible, but I'm pretty sure I did it. <laughs> and no, I didn't. That doesn't make any sense. Why is F-Zero a fucking racing game that you can only play one player? It's a blast, but, you know, it's not... It needs two players. It's it's uh, it's bizarre, quite frankly. I, it, it didn't well, what have came it. out first? F, uh, did F-Zero come out before Super Mario Kart? Yes, this yes. was a launch title F-Zero for the was SNES. A launch title. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, Mario so my, Kart my, came my, out in 92. So my guess, in, in the case of the original, is they probably were trying to figure out how to do two-player with the Mode 7 style graphics. True. They figured it out by the time Mario Kart came around. Yeah. But are, are later games still single-player? Oh, no. They added multiplayer no. starting at okay. F-Zero X, no. and it was dope. <laughs> okay. Of See, course. and that's one of the things that, like, I have a weird, I have a weird history with this series, because I started with F-Zero GX, and then I got, like, F-Zero X on the virtual console. Right. And then I went back to play the original. I was like, wait, it, it's single player? There's only four characters? What the fuck is this? Yeah, they're not even characters at that point. They're just vehicles. <laughs> it's like, you want the yeah. blue, the green, the yellow, or the pink? And we all went pink. Not really. We all went Hell blue. Yeah. You know, because blue's the best. Come on. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it, it's a little tough to revisit now, because, yeah, it is just kind of a Mode 7 demo. But, like, this game is still, like, held up in, like, you know, kind of like the pantheon of, like, 16-bit games is, like, games that kind of changed the racing genre. Like, you know, it was, uh, it was, it established, like, futuristic racers, and it established a fucking, like, speed level that everybody else was trying to attain in racing. And it's like, why the fuck didn't Nintendo, like, they only supported this for so much longer, and it's like, why, why don't they make super fast space racing games anymore? I just, you know, it's, it's crazy they would have abandoned Because, that. like, Wipeout is a thing. There was True. one on Wii I love U Wipeout. recently. It's very fun. <laughs> so say, fa- uh, Wipeout's a thing. Uh, I think it's called like Fast Racing Neo or yeah. something. They really should like, have just bought that and made it F Zero. <laughs> it's like it's, they're making non F Zero games, but not F Zero, which is weird. Yeah, it is. Would, would you be mad if they brought back Extreme G instead? Uh, yes, actually, because I almost chose Extreme G this week. <laughs> Because uh, it's like, oh yeah, that's a game that I played on the you know, Nintendo 64 a couple times. They made like three of those. And then I remembered they were made by Acclaim, and they kind of suck. Like, <laughs> they're kind of fun. They were a good rental. They're okay rentals. They were yeah. a great <laughs> rental. <laughs> yeah, because it's like loop-de-loop tracks and futuristic shit, and the, the cars have like guns and stuff, and you can, you know. So it's like F-Zero plus Mario Kart divided by motorcycles. Uh, you know, carry the acclaim, and you ended up with uh, extreme G. Dash of Jet Moto, right? Oh man, Jet Moto was another one. That that is that one that sweet. I do not have fondness for. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that series oh, man, we... I never found to be very good. <laughs> 
can, can we just combine like Nintendo's forgotten racing series and get a new game that's a version of F-Zero and Wave Racer so you're going around like futuristic tracks on little personal hover machines? Hey, might as well, baby. Like, you know, that's uh, that sounds great because I love Wave Race too. <laughs> like the, the jet skiing in that one Dead or Alive beach volleyball game was really good. Uh... Okay, yeah, I'll have to take your word for it. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> why am I racking my brain? I didn't play that. <laughs> you know, but uh, I mean, shit, man, I like jet skiing in a Wii Sports Resort. That's what's up. Like, <laughs> it's uh, it's rudimentary, and there's not even racing, but it's fun as fuck. So yeah, they should bring back jet skis. They should bring back hovercrafts. They should bring back Captain Falcon, because apparently, I guess he's dead now. And uh, you know, they just they gotta bring everything back, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I. I still wish, kind of going on Jesse's idea of, like, how can they incorporate F-Zero into other genres, like, they need to call up Platinum and make an action-adventure beat-em-up starring Hell. Captain Falcon. Oh, yeah, we've been over that. And With, like, racing levels interspersed. I'd be in favor of it. Like, uh, you know, because didn't Platinum do that Transformers devastation or whatever? Like, they've proven that mm -hmm. they could do a beat-em-up featuring vehicles, so, like, I'm in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that sounds dope. And my last idea that I had, and I think it might actually be a great one, and I need to get, you know, we need to get the Shiggy phone uh, reactivated, because I haven't talked to him in a while. But, like... I love the idea of us just having, like, a red phone on standby, yeah. like Batman, He's but it's for Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> exactly. Shiggy's our superhero, and we need to be able to call him anytime. You know, we're not the mayor, but we need to be able to contact the man with our great ideas. Uh, we're the mayor of GTT Town. Seriously. Guys, 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 I'll, I'll grab the Shiggy phone. John, John, that's just a beer can. Yeah, John, that's a cup full of piss. What are you doing? Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my, you know, my great idea that I had when I was reading that interview with Shiggy, and he's like, oh, you know, what would you want that you haven't had before? It's like, well, you, you could just keep it great. And, you know, uh, if, if you're skeptical about the idea that fans want a new game, why don't you give the fans a chance to show you that they want some new F-Zero? I'm talking F-Zero Maker. Like, think if they Hell fucking yeah. had a thing for the Switch where you could draw an F-Zero track, add a couple of hazards, and, like, publish levels online for other people to download. It would fucking That's hit! <laughs> the, the fucking, like, Labo vehicle, like, motorcycle thing, you can trace your Joy-Con and build a track. Yeah! They should... Oh my god! I'm telling you, man, it would have been a, it would, it, you know, it's a great fucking idea. And quite frankly, you know, I hope that, uh, hope that I get a chance to pitch it to somebody. Because seriously, you know, F Zero, <laughs> you know, SNES tracks they're so simple, and it would be such a fucking, you know, killer idea to be able to just like trace a little track, you know, fucking choose the, choose the number of cars and hazards and things, and then race through it mode seven style. Like you just need a couple of skins, mm -hmm. and you need a, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's. It's a great fucking idea, and it would show you know that everybody still has interest in F Zero because I think there's more people out there with interest than Shiggy realizes. I love Shiggy; he's a whimsical man, but I think he might be a little <laughs> bit wrong on this one. Like, just you know, oh, you know, what would you want from a new F Zero? I don't know. Why don't you make one, and we'll let you know. <laughs> like, well, that's and I'm gonna stop myself before I drag out the the Shiggy soapbox. Yes. Like. He, he's a wonderful, creative, talented man, close personal friend of the show, but he's like, well, what could we add new? It's like, sometimes you don't need new, and we just want to play the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. we want to experience the same, but slightly better. Right. That's Not all the time, Just make it pretty. We want, <laughs> we want F-Zero to turn into Madden. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what could you do that we haven't already done? I don't know. It's a racing game, and there's other genres of games, so you could do anything. Add new racers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say we want F-Zero to be Madden, but maybe F-Zero to be Call of Duty. Let, let's Ooh. fucking Star Fox be in it. I mean, Battle Royale mode. You know. oh, there you go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The F so stands have... for Fortnite. 
You have Super <laughs> Smash <Knight> Brothers. <laughs> You've got Super Smash Brothers. You could just expand that genre into like Super Race Brothers or something like that. We're gonna work on that title. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we've established that with Super oh, Smash yeah. Kart, considering that Link, Isabel, and like the Inklings are in Mario Kart now. Yeah, they, they've pretty much done that, John. But if if, the, uh, if yeah. all those characters were in a F Zero outer space, you know, high speed racing game as opposed to adorable little Mario Kart, that'd be pretty cool too. But, uh, I would love it if the Ice Climbers were in F-Zero piloting, like, a future cart based on, like, a snowmobile. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, the possibilities are limitless. It's outer space, motherfucker. Anything can happen out there. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> F-Zero's dope. Uh, it's, it's fun to play for a couple hours at a time whenever you get uh, the next SNES Classic or whatever Nintendo releases the original on. And, uh, you know, hopefully one day Shiggy will come around and, uh, you know, we'll get another one of these. But, uh, you know, I'll just, uh... You know, in the meantime, I'll just keep waiting. And Johnny, let's uh, let's keep going. Game two.
All right, guys. <clears throat> My hint for this is that this is a uh, roguelike dungeon exploration game, but it adds a beat-matching rhythm game set to an original soundtrack by Danny Baranowski. Anybody need me to do that trivia again? No. No. Nope. All right. You guys all seem pretty confident. Brimming. Ooh, okay. Let's see here. Uh, David says Binding of Isaac, which is incorrect. John says Super Meat Boy Mystery Dungeon, which would be great, but is incorrect. For the record, Jesse says that's Super Meat Beat Mystery Dungeon. I oh, listened super... to the trivia. <laughs> super Meat Beat. And then Jesse says Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which is correct. David Wyland used Binding of Isaac, didn't he? Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, oh, I think, no, I believe, okay. if I recall correctly, he said technically he used uh, Binding of Isaac after Birth Plus. So, you know, you, you still, second. still could have been right. At first, I thought you were about to say, David Wyland used Crypt of the Necrodancer, didn't he? <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. Is it? I just, I just picked it up last weekend on sale. Um... A coworker recommended it. It was on sale for $3 on Steam, so I got it. 
because uh, it's $3, I don't give a fuck. And it was, it's well worth it. I, whatever the full price is, it's it's worth it. It's out on Switch this year, I believe. Ooh. Uh, you can get it on anything. So it's a roguelike dungeon exploration game. So, you know, it's a game where with, with randomly generated dungeons and you have to do things to the beat of the music. Have so to? You, yes. Oh, no. If, you, if, you're off, if you're not in tune, if you're not in sync with the music, just nothing happens. You miss the beat. And much like Guitar Hero, if you keep uh, in beat for long enough, you build up a uh, like a coin multiplier as you pick up coins, you know? So if, you, if you're doing well, you'll get up to 2, 3, 4x. Mm. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. The soundtrack is phenomenal. I love the soundtrack. And it's got a good amount of replay because you can unlock additional characters that have different um, attributes. Like, there's one... So one, one mistake I made is I bought... Uh, since it was on sale, I bought, um, like, the whole... Uh, DLC bundle, like I just got everything in one big shot, so I'm not sure where the base game ends and the, and the DLC begins. But um, like there's one, there's there is one character you can get uh, that lets you play it without having to be set to the beat of the music. Uh, just you know, you move and then everybody else moves, and that's kind of nice because that lets you figure out like the enemy patterns, you know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's there's another character that like uh, he's a monk. Uh, he is, if you pick up any gold, you immediately die. But all the items in the shops are free. So like, you know, there's pros and cons to playing him. Okay. Uh, and as you go through, uh, the levels get harder and faster. You, like the music gets faster, you get more enemies. Um, Where's our it's... oh my sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Thanks, David. <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> and yeah, the only controls are up, down, left, right. So you can play it on a keyboard, you can play it on a gamepad, you can play it on a dance pad. Um, it's. I haven't tried it on a dance pad. I don't have a dance pad. I was going to say that's convenient because I just bought the Nintendo Switch dance pad. And, uh, <gasps> man, it's going to come in handy for this and uh, that inevitable DDR Mario mix port. That's happening, right? I was kind of wondering where you were going because you were saying, like, you can play it on a keyboard, you can play it on a gamepad, you can play it on, like, what the fuck else would you, <laughs> yeah, could you play go it on? on. <laughs> 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 you can play it on, like, a smoke screen stack, like... Anything that you can... Where you waft the smoke? Anything with which you can indicate directions. You can, you can plug into your cat's USB port and play on your cat. It, there's you can play it on options. a TI-83. Mm. Can you use so, the uh, Donkey Kong bongos? I don't know. Actually, yeah, no, probably not. Do they have four inputs? Yeah, no, at least I four. I mean, imagine. I no, I, I imagine you could, because you could use like left for left, right for right, both for down, and then clap for up. Oh, there. So, yeah, oh, imagine you could. I forgot about clap. Yeah, yeah. Well, clap was crucial they, to Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. Like, they do map it. certain actions to like up and left. Right, like some spells are up and left, or placing a bomb is down and left. So that would get very fucking tricky on the cop. Yeah, drops. David, you know we've never established this. How do you throw a Hadouken when you're playing Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated, right? I think you might have confused your games slightly. <laughs> Although now all I really want is Donkey Kong in Street Fighter. It'd be such a good idea, especially if you could play with a bongo controller, like. <laughs> Uh, you know, how do you do a quarter circle input when you've only got two bongos? <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of when um, Dragon Quest Eight came out and they released like the special edition where you got a PS2 controller shaped like a slime. Oh my and god! There was that's <laughs> there was some magazine like posting a picture of it. I think it was Expert or EGM. It was like, yeah, imagine playing like Madden 
with this. Yeah, I love oddly shaped video game controllers. Uh, like that chainsaw. Yeah, the Resident Evil say, chainsaw. The GameCube chainsaw controller was the best. And the uh, the PlayStation Wu Tang controller. <laughs> it was so good and so unwieldy. <laughs> I'm Ugh. still pissed that the PlayStation 3 got rid of the boomerang controller. I wish they kept the boomerang controller. Yeah, I barely yeah, remember cool. that. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Which you could have used with um, Crypt of the Dead. Yes, Crypt, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Can you play it with yes. a boomerang? <laughs> Maybe. Ah. Ooh, wait, no. Can you play it with a Dreamcast Samba de Amigo Santa Maracas? <laughs> Ooh, oh, possibly. You better be able to. Because, yeah, I mean, those I they mean, would detect the heights at which you shake, and you could shake exactly. in diagonals. Like, I think you could do it, man. And then, oh. I think there's nothing but Think about the rhythm of, you know, Crypt of the Maraca Dancer. That would be a great idea. <laughs> Can you play it with the U-Force? I don't even know what that is. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Which one is that? Is that the one you have to yell at it? So it's del- fire, fire, no, fire, 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 if fire. If I remember, the U-Force was like... It was an NES peripheral. I may have gotten the name wrong. I've had a few beers. But it was kind of like... It was a, a giant, like, L-screen-shaped setup. And you would, like, use your hands for the controllers. It was, like, very oh, fundamental, that. like, connect. Mm. It actually... God, was, it goes I'm without have saying... I'm going to look this up so in, like, three minutes Johnny, I'll be able to tell you. could you play this with the Sega Activator? Yeah, I was. I was, I was about to. Oh, I was googling for the native that because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or the reactor, because one of them is that backpack thing, and I get those two mixed up. The reactor. Yeah, that's what it No, it was. It was the U Force. The U Force is a game controller made by Broderbund for the <laughs> NES Ooh. that employs a pair of perpendicular consumer IR sensor panels to translate the user's hand movements into controller signal. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, it sucked. It was awful, and it never worked. <laughs> can you can you play it with a like a Tony Stark hologram computer? For the NES, made by Broderbund? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds fucking terrible, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, so, um, Johnny, you've actually, it, you actually have played this. You didn't just pick this for the dope soundtrack and the oddness of playing with the dance, dance pad. Yeah, no, I actually, I played it a bunch this past weekend. Wow. Um, I didn't beat it. I got pretty close, but I haven't gotten there yet. Mm. But it, it's the kind of game where it's like Super Meat Boy. Like, you're going to die a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're going to lose a lot. Especially if you have no but, rhythm. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you can, like, as you play, you can, uh, like, in the stages, you collect gems, and you can use, or diamonds, or whatever, and you can use them to buy permanent upgrades, you know, kind of thing. So, even when you lose, you can still get a little boost for the next time you play, you know? Mm. Um, and that, that kind of keeps you going. Uh, God, and the, the soundtrack is so good. Like, I just love the soundtrack. Yeah. And you can buy, and again, this is the problem of, of, like, I'm not sure where my base game ends and DLC begins. But I think you can buy additional soundtracks, and then you can um, have like individual characters get their own soundtrack, or you can just be like, "No, I just want to hear this," you know, cover of the soundtrack. Mm. So they have remixes by like um, that guy, a rival who did the soundtrack for Mega Man X Street Fighter. Dope. Um, oh yeah. They have uh, the Family Jewels does a cover, and there's, there's a couple more. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but you, you got some options cool. for like what style music you want. Awesome. Well, if it's if it's done by Danny Baranowski, I mean it's uh, it's pretty great, man. It's that guy, good. he uh, you know he's not got like a long and you know storied career, but he's doing pretty fucking good so far. So uh, you know this is uh, this from what I can see the last thing on his uh, like you know game uh, video game music gameography, and I'm like ooh, I want to know what he's doing next. Like he's uh, that guy makes really good video game music. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense they would make it into a weird beat game that nobody uh, you know like. Who thought of this? Like, that's such a bizarre fucking idea. Like, hey, you know what's cool? Dungeon crawlers. You know what else is cool? DDR. 
And then nobody at that point went, is it? And, uh, you know, here we <laughs> have Crypt of the Necro Dancer. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. Like, it is so, like, I have a blast playing it. Yeah. No, it sounds fun. Uh, it's it's my kind of game because, like, what's the story? I don't give a fuck. No. I just, like, play. And I, and I can come back, like, two weeks later and, like, I know I know what's going on. Because there's no story to care right, about. Right, exactly. It's, fine. it's a roguelike. You know, oh, man, I don't remember where I'm going. Doesn't matter. The dungeon's been randomized. Just keep going. <laughs> like, yeah, just go for it. Yeah, nailed it. Um, the levels are pretty cool. They're, they're, the third level is a, like, fire and ice kind of level. And that one's interesting because it, it actually has two soundtracks. And as you move between the fire and ice part of the stages, it transitions between the two songs, you know? Like, they're at the same Dope. tempo and all that. But one's more dance clubby and one's more rock. Uh, the second track that we played tonight is from that, like, rock version. I love it. It's, you know, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Frankly, uh, I don't know. Somebody needs to rip it off. And uh, But it, actually, it just came out It came out for Switch, so I guess they don't need to rip it off. Yeah. I guess I could just play it. So that's good, too. Yeah, just get it. <laughs> good idea, John. Just get it. <laughs> Yeah, just try like, it. Don't try and reason your way out of it. Just fucking get it. <laughs> so. Just play it. It's a great game. It's so fun. It's so good. Awesome, Go, man. Get, get the deal. Get the DLC so you can get the part where the music, like you, know, where the rhythm part is taken out. Yes. That way you can like get an idea of how it all works, and then go back and be like, okay, let me play the main character and you know do it. I dig it. Anything else on uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, John? There's also there's a shopkeeper that you find throughout the game, and when you find him. He like sings on top of the soundtrack, on top of the music. What? Uh, but it's just like they just mapped like one audio sample to like a MIDI thing, and it sounds ridiculous. Awesome! Like, it's so good. I love it. I support you know poorly, uh, poorly done singing in games. You know, uh, video game music with lyrics. A okay by me, baby. So uh, Johnny. No, it's just, it's just they just like ah, and then they just map it. Up, ah, oh like, no, that, that's even better than you know video game music with lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Uh, fantastic, man. Well, uh, you know. I make it a tiny challenge to myself now. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna see if I can kill a shopkeeper. <laughs> it's not easy. Awesome, dude. Well, yeah, I think uh, I think that's fucking excellent, and I think we should move on to the next game. All right. Game
So, this game featured a unique pre-order bonus. If you pre-ordered this game, you would be able to download a brand new soundtrack for the game that replaced all of the music with instrumental versions. song makes quite an impact, does it not? Hmm. David, are you making a joke? Oh, wow. 
Perhaps. That was mega excellent. So, uh, Jesse Moore was the first with his answer with Mega Man 11. John Regan says Mega Man 11, and John Harrington says Mega Man 11. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a hat trick. Johnny, can we see that card one more time? Because I really thought he wrote Mega Man 4. That kind of looks like a 4. That's a fucking 4, baby. That's an 11. Oh, I can see how that's a 4. None of that was Dustman's theme, John, you fucking idiot. Um, John, did you mean Vegas tape or Vegas tape? No, I meant God tape. damn it, John. <laughs> you and your fucking Central Florida accent. This and me losing God August Absurdity it. are the bit that will never die. <sighs> anyway. Uh, so this is Mega Man 11. And uh, uh, John, you were correct. I was making a joke. That final song was, in fact, the theme of Impact Man. Uh-huh. And uh, what does he do? Like what does he do? Is is he like the font impact? Is that what he does? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. He's a he is, meme. He, <laughs> no, he just comes down and then like slightly boldens himself. Uh, no, Impact Man, I believe in Japan he's called Spike Man. But he's like a construction robot with giant spikes who um, pounds and impacts. But normally spikes kill Mega Man in one hit. See, but it changes know, to Impact that's why Man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why they had to change Don't it. Don't question it. <laughs> um, and this game is offers, uh, similar to Mega Man 8, this game has uh, extensive voice acting. So all of the robot masters have voice lines, so they all have a bit more personality. Um, for some reason, Impact Man has like an odd European accent. Like Tornado Tunyon? <laughs> no, because he's not wearing later hosen. Okay. He's, he's like this big, like, buff construction robot, but... With this oddly like European accent, huh. um, yeah. Now, what do you when you say similar to Mega Man Eight? Is it as bad as Mega Man Eight? <laughs> no, no, it is better. Thank God. Um, <laughs> there, there are a few characters who are like the voice actors were clearly like they were hired and presented with the script and just said like go, yeah. and we're kind of like, all right, I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> but uh, a lot of the voice acting is pretty good. Um, What's the name of this villain? Mega Man again? is Doctor. good. Wowee! Are you sure about that? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Mega Man's pretty good. Dr. Wily's pretty good. All of the Robot Masters are pretty good. Um, which is good because they it adds a little bit of personality to all of them. It really does. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just opposed to it sucking. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, it doesn't suck. Good. Um, <laughs> although, I, I do think, like, keeping that Mega Man tradition alive... Um, the weakest link in the voice acting is probably Dr. Light. Like, he's not, like, ridiculous <laughs> Elmer Fudd Dr. Light, but he is just Aww. kind of, he is just kind of like, I, I am an old scientist. Here is the double gear system. <laughs> That's oh, Mega Man. Like, he's just kind of phoning it in. <laughs> it's Wobbit season. <laughs> they they should have, instead of going to Elmer Fudd, they should have just chosen, like, a different uh, Looney Tune to base Dr. Light's voice off of, like... Foghorn Lakehorn. <laughs> oh, my God. I say, Mega Man, I say. <laughs> or fucking, like, Marvin the Martian. <laughs> These robot no, masters make me very angry. <laughs> no, I'm stuck so, on Foghorn uh, Lakehorn, like... What's I, up, Rock? What's up, Rock, wins? <laughs> yeah. But um, aside from all of that, Mega Man 11 
is uh, pretty damn great. David, I would like you to uh, do Dr. Uh, Dr. Light quote in uh, Tweety Bird's voice, please. Trying to remember what Tweety Bird's voice was. Was it just like I a taught, high-pitched I taught, voice? I taught, I taught robot nasty. Yeah, you don't pronounce H's. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. This is the best new bit. I know my Looney Tunes. Um, Mega Man X Looney Tunes. Uh, <laughs> the next crossover. Johnny, you're despicable. <laughs> Actually, now I'm just sitting here thinking like Duck Man, Rabbit Man, Hunter Man, like... We could do Coyote that. Man. Rabbit Man, Duck Man, Season Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really confusing. But no. I'm going to talk about this game, goddammit. Um, <laughs> Mega Man 11 is pretty damn great. Um, am I the only person who has yet to play Mega Man 11? Wait, you haven't played it yet? I mean, out of our group, am I the only one who has played it? Have y'all yet to play it? Uh, oh, I have not played yeah, it. No, no. Yeah, no. This is you, Haas. Okay. Um, although, Johnny, I'm kind of surprised you've yet to play it, because uh, this is the first Mega Man game to be released on Steam, not including, like, re-releases. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Yeah, pardon me. All right, show canceled. Johnny's going to go play Mega Man 11. Um, no, this game is I actually really, <laughs> really fucking fun. Um, it's it's kind of... It, it's a weird complaint, if I dare to call it that. It's kind of safe. Like, you you play through the eight Robot Master stages, there's a couple Wily stages, spoilers, and then, you know, you fight the Robot Masters again, and then you fight Wily, and, like, you know how Mega Man, like, 4 and 5 and 6 had, like, another castle afterwards, and, like, Mega Man 10 had, like, you beat Wily, but, oh no, there's another stage we have to fight him again? It doesn't have that. Like, it's, it's kind of short for a Mega Man game, mm. but, like, what's in here is really... Really good. No, in fairness, didn't that shit get a little exhausting after a while? Like, oh no, it's Dr. Cossack. Oh no, it's Proto Man, but he's bad now. Oh no, it's whatever was happening in Mega Man 6. Like, we know Mr. it's. Mr. X, I believe. Yeah, Mr. X. <laughs> Which was clearly Dr. Wily. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Good God. That wasn't even trying. <laughs> like, he, that I was. Mean, like, Mr. X was the Dr. Wily version of Mr. Snrub. It was, like, so clearly <laughs> Dr. Wily. <laughs> I'm only mad that you're so right. Yeah. It was um, so clear. But I mean, like. The story obviously didn't do favors, but at least there were more stages. You know what I mean? Like, right. This I, just, I know. I'm just okay. I've, <laughs> I've got to Wily's castle. What comes next? Oh, the credits. Yeah. Okay. You know, wait, I forgot. Isn't there supposed to be another guy with a fucking crazy elaborate castle? Uh, I guess not. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Doctor uh, Wily didn't have a costume a budget this year. <laughs> but I mean, like the stages themselves are really good. Um, the the gameplay is really good. It looks really good. All of the robot masters are excellent, and their weapons, like... So you know how a lot of Mega Man games, there's always that one weapon you get that you never switch to anything else? Like, Mega Man 1 had Elecman's weapon, Mega Man 2 had the fucking Metal Blade, like, 9 had the Laser Trident, 4 had, like, the Ring Boomerang, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's that one Laser weapon that trident. you get. You mean Gravity yeah, Bomb? Yeah, what did you, you... Okay, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. true. Okay, true. Come on. <laughs> But I mean, like, there's always that one weapon you get. In this game, like, every weapon has its own specific use, and, like, you're switching between them constantly. Like, it really, really uses 
it, it finds good uses for all of the Robot Master weapons. That I'm actually happy to hear, because like even as far back as Mega Man 2, it's like, oh look, Flashman stage has things that can be blown up by crash bombs. I don't care. And it doesn't really come up. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's good they're giving you reasons to actually switch. Like, Mega Man 4, like, am I ever going to use Rain Flush? No, I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that, and um, I love the fact that every Robot Master can be beaten with just the Mega Buster. Like, you know how in Mega Man games, it's you go through all of them and find, like, okay, who's the one to beat? All right, now I've got their weapon. Who do I use that against? Right. And then who do I use that against? You can actually, the first time I played this game, I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm a little low on health. I don't want to use up my weapon energy and everything. I'm just going to try with the Mega Buster. I beat like half the Robot Masters with just the Mega Buster. That's cool. Like, it is possible to beat them that way. And it's a lot of fun, too. Like, most of the bosses in this game are a ton of fun to fight. Now, do you think you can beat them with the Mega Buster because it's not immediately intuitive how you beat some of these things with uh, these other things' weaknesses? Like, you got Block Man and Fuse Man and tundra man it's like now wait a minute does tundra beat fuse like yes <laughs> i don't know uh, johnny you are incorrect spoilers uh this game follows Mega Man one the electric weapon beats the ice boss of course <laughs> what was i thinking um actually the the first time i played this game um i figured out the robot master weaknesses like every time i tried one i got it right okay, so yeah. i was able to suss it out pretty quickly right. um but as, like as I went back for, through repeat plays, like it's like I'm gonna try this with just the Mega Buster and a couple of them like Torch Man and Fuse Man. You can do it with just the Mega Buster, but it's kind of a bitch. Mm. But most of them like you can like I I beat Block Man, Tundra Man, Bounce Man. Uh, yeah, Bounce Man's ridiculous. Bounce Man though. <laughs> Is this stage just like a nightclub? That's what no. I'm picturing. It's. Yeah. I wish that would make it so much better. It's like an amusement park with like bouncy balls <laughs> that bouncer. you jump off of everywhere. <laughs> You're not on the It's list. Big Bertha's stage. She's the bouncer at the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> Actually, Pounce Man would be so much better if he was a bouncer if you just get to the room, like the door opens Whoa and now. he just knocks you out and the door closes. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> you get through that first door and then you have to stand in line to get past him. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, on, that's, man. that little hallway in between rooms is just a giant is. line with velvet ropes. Yeah. If you don't bring a girl with you, you don't get to see Bats <laughs> Hey, why'd you let them in? They're on the list. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're not letting me in. You're not on the right. list. Well, how do I get on the list? If you bring Roll as a partner, you get to actually go in to see Bats Man. I like it. Depending on idea. how she's dressed. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea and of you being... sometimes they'll just let her in and not <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> I love the idea of you beat Bounce Man. You got the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the idea that, like, you can get a, a case of some bad RNG and never see Bounce Man. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sometimes only Roll gets it. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a different guy than that. I don't know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not on this list, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, Bounce Man would also look pretty good with like a black suit and a ponytail. <laughs> like, uh, so anyway, that's not what he um, is, right? He's a ball. <laughs> no, he, he's a giant ball who works in like an amusement park. Um, yeah, real quick, uh, the Robot Masters in Mega Man 11, you got Block Man, Acid Man, Impact Man, Bounce Man, Fuse Man, Tundra Man, Torch Man, and Blast Man. 
You ran through those pretty quick. I can come up with a joke for each of them, David, but you, you got to let it breathe, man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if this is your first time playing Mega Man 11, uh, go back and listen very carefully to that order, wink, wink. Oh, no way. Did you just spoil the game for people? <laughs> I spoiled the game when I said Dr. Wily was the villain, but also, like, that's ignoring 30 years of Mega that's, Man. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> if, you, you know, yeah. if you're just joining us in Mega Man 11, then uh, <laughs> you should probably know the villain's going to be Dr. Wily eventually. Uh, so where in the timeline does this take place? Ooh, is it a prequel? Um, the end. <laughs> oh, so this is the last one? Yeah. Which is okay. weird because they go through the whole X series and the whole Zero series and the whole Star Force series and then they go back to Mega Man Classic. <laughs> God, what were we thinking with all that crap? Anyway, here's Bounce Man. Uh, <laughs> what about Battle Network? Uh, Battle Network is parallel. Oh, okay. It's what an alternate the- universe. Are the power battles canon? Jesus. Alternate universe. Soccer? <laughs> alternate universe. <laughs> Everything's in an alternate universe. What about that weird board game? It's the fucking Mega Man multiverse. <laughs> oh, that Mega Man universe. Mega Man Wait, no, I don't what? want to bring up Mega Man universe again. <laughs> oh, no. If, if the Mega Man multiverse is not a thing, it fucking should be. <laughs>
<sighs> All right. So this is our fan request for the evening. This one comes to us from a uh, frequent requester, Mixmaster. Uh, and thank you very much for that request, Mixmaster. Uh, the name of this game's setting appears to be an attempt at a portmanteau of three things. A Japanese word for cute, an American state, and one of the consoles that this game was released on. So, how's everybody feeling? Pretty good. Just had to look up who developed the game, and it suddenly made a lot of sense. I figured it would, man. I saw you kind of, you know, getting deep in thought on that first song. Uh, okay, Jesse says Chibi Robo, which is unfortunately incorrect. John says... K fuck. <laughs> I'll let him read it. Johnny, Can what did you write? <laughs> Kawaii Alaska cast. <laughs> you got one of the words right. And uh, <laughs> David's got the correct answer. He says go vacation. Yes, which, it's go vacation. Developed by Namco, and I could tell because that first song is a remix of the result screen from motherfucking Galaga. It's beautiful, right? As soon as I was like, wait, I yeah. know this melody because I played the Fuck out of Galaga! I know you did, man. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't necessarily pick it because of that. But once I found out that it was developed by Namco and it had uh, remixes of like old Namco themes in it, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll play at least like one of those. Like they had the Galaga song. They had uh, like some Pac-Man songs. One of the songs that I almost picked was from Mappy. Like that they... is a deep fucking cut. <laughs> So I'm saying, I'm like, man, I should play this Mappy song for everybody. And then it's like, wait, no, nobody will know that. They'll just hear a nice ukulele song, which works, too, because it's like, oh, it's Go Vacation. Like, it's pretty clear. It's an island setting, and everybody's just hanging out, having a nice time. It happens to be a fictional island developed by Namco. 
but uh, man, it's uh, what, you know what a fucking what a fucking game this is. So yeah, to uh, just you know quickly address the trivia, um, the island that you play on. Uh, obviously, you, you know, I was gonna say like, you know, David, do you know the island that you play on and go vacation? <laughs> uh, Woohoo Island. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's and like I said, it's a clumsy portmanteau of three things. Uh, the Japanese word for cute, kawaii. An American state, Hawaii, and one of the consoles that Go Vacation was released on, the Wii. <laughs> so, the, so it's just uh, Kawaii? It's Kawaii Island, <laughs> which also could be a Mega Man 8 reference now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> uh, um, oh, God. Let's yeah. stop Dr. Kawaii. <laughs> Dr. Kawaii. He's got four resorts, Mega Man. <laughs> Uh, you must complete 50 mini games, Mega Man. <laughs> and, uh, decorate your decorate your villa. Um, See, what we need to do is we need to combine Mega Man 8 with like Zelda CDI. <laughs> like you must Ooh. defeat these four robot masters, Mega Man. Oh boy! <laughs> God help me. <laughs> um, so anyway, Johnny, I'm assuming you played a shitload of Go Vacation, right? So much Go Vacation. <laughs> You're a Nintendo console owner and a frequent player of children's minigames, am I right? I'm a huge National Lampoon fan, so like, of course I played Go Vacation. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Yeah. It's the game we play is Randy Quaid. (laughs) I enjoyed Go Vacation, but honestly, I thought Go Christmas Vacation was much better. Right. Yeah, Go European European Vacation is trash. And that Switch remake of Go Vacation with Ed Helms, fuck that one. (laughs) Oh man! Oh god! Frankly, these would actually be a lot of fun if they somehow were that. But no, it's uh, it's Go Vacation. It's not Wii Sports Resort. It's Go Vacation. <laughs> um, man, David, you know, so I know you didn't play Go Vacation, but did you get much into like Wii Sports Resort or any of like just the fucking like mini game like Waggle Fests on the Wii, or uh, were you more of a prestige guy? <laughs> um, I definitely played the fuck out of Wii Sports Resort, which is not Go Vacation. I'm no. glad we made that distinction so we can now talk about Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't want to talk about Wii Sports Resort. I love Wii Sports Resort. Uh, I, I really just want to focus on Go Vacation because when they announced that Go Vacation was coming to the Switch, I guess like earlier this year, maybe last year, they were showing a trailer for it. And I was like, wait a minute, is this going to be Super Wii Sports Resort? And then it turned out it was Go Vacation, a port of a fucking Wii game that was already a thing. I'm like, oh man! Like, I thought I thought for sure they were announcing like you know, Wii Sports Resort Two, and then it's like, wait, no, squint real hard. Those aren't me's. Those are fucking like Avatar characters cooked up by Namco. Son of a bitch! Like, there's no way this is good. But at the time, I got really fucking excited because it's like, okay, it's Wii Sports Resort. But it's a it's an island with like four distinct resorts. You've got the snow resort, you got the beach resort, you've got the city resort, which I only assume means like elaborate fuck palace, and then you've got like the mountain like you know nature resort. And I'm like, this sounds fucking great. Like, <laughs> you get to go around a big crazy island and do a bunch of mini games, and you know it's like it, you know it's got like everything that you want from those games just all packed into one and simplified down to just like probably one button and some waggling controls i mean like who could ask for more um yeah i remember when this was like coming towards switch and i was like huh it's kind of like wii sports switch i'd yeah, be into that i and totally then, would 
Um, I didn't get it. <laughs> That's pretty much where I was too. Like uh, mainly because like Splatoon two had come out. It's like fuck it. I'm not gonna play anything else. Yeah, and like my son is currently six months old, and uh, you know I'm not gonna keep bringing my Switch over to my fucking nephew's house. And he's five and a half. But like this seems like the kind of game that if like this Christmas I was getting my nephew a Switch, I would get him like Smash Brothers and fucking Go Vacation. Like this is the kind of game for a fucking five and a half year old kid because it's simple. It's probably fun, and it's just, like, bright and colorful, and I don't have to worry about any of the content in it. There can't possibly be anything fucked up in this game. <laughs> like, you know, you get to do, you know, water sports and fucking mountain stuff and skiing, mm. and then it's got water, a bunch... Shut up, water sports? <laughs> <laughs> You can Google that, and sometimes you'll be surprised. Damn it! Why'd I lead off with water sports? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take this podcast into a very dark direction. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's you know, it's the kind of game that's built either for a kid or it's built for me and my fucking nephew to play together. Like, you know, this 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 has like fucking rainy Saturday written all over it. Like, just hang out, pal around on an island, do some surfing, do some like ping pong, do some bowling, do some I don't know dance clubbing. You know, th- this game's got so much shit going on. <laughs> like, do some water sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get you get to the VIP room at the club for the water sports. Um, you unlock the uh, plastic sheets. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's that piss rhythm game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, the game just looks fun, man. Like it's yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sucker for this shit. Like I you know I'm certainly not going to pay full price for this. I'm certainly not going to pay fifty bucks to fucking play this game. But like. Man, if they had this downloadable for 20, I might have pulled the trigger on it already. Because, like, this shit, like, I love Wii Sports Resort. And, like, if this is even, like, you know, a fucking a third of as good as Wii Sports Resort, I would have paid 20 bucks for it. And it's the kind of thing that's like, man, you know, I ain't got shit to do on a Saturday. The Knolls kind of suck this year. Man, I'll boot up Go Vacation and, like, fucking, you know, just play some fucking... I don't know, snowmobiling and fucking... They have, like, these weird events. They have, like, laser tag and, like, pie-throwing fights and, like, all kinds of just bizarre shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'd play that. Like, it's got the Wii Sports angle. It's got the minigames angle. Uh, apparently, if you play enough games and get, like, fucking, um, like, medals in them, you get, a, like, a house or, like, a villa on the island. And you can decorate it Animal Crossing style, so it's got that going for it. I mean, like... It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it seems like a pretty tight package. Not for 50 bucks. You know, I, I'm, again, this is a, you know, they, they announced this for Switch. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. And it's like, it's a port of a Wii game from 2011. It's like, okay, that sounds less cool at 50 bucks. But like, this, Sorry, uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna be that guy. So you would describe the game featuring water sports as a, quote, tight package? I, I, I would. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna take the bait, David. I'm gonna talk about this as though I have children. <laughs> so. You just enjoy your fucking, you know, whatever you got going up there. Um, hey, no one is here to judge on Game That Tune. Certainly not. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a, it's a cool game. It looks cool. It, you know, it looks like it was funny. I was reading like reviews for it, and reading like the wiki page for this made me realize that like sometimes video game reviews, I think they need to pump the fucking brakes a little bit. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Okay, man, you're reviewing Go Vacation. You're probably a man in your 30s. Like, just calm down with the fucking criticism. Like, this clearly isn't meant for just you. Like, I feel like if you're a reviewer, 
and you're reviewing Go Vacation, you have to play it with a five-year-old in order to fucking, like, properly review it. Like, you know, oh, this game, you know, the controls are a little repetitive. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. There's 50 mini-games on this fucking island, and, like, you know, they range from, like, golf to horseback riding to, like, mountain climbing and shit. Like, just, you know, calm the fuck down. <laughs> if, if I can, like, kind of, like, piggyback off of that point for a minute, every time they do one of those, like, beat-em-up collections, when the yeah. reviews come out, it's like, oh, the gameplay is very repetitive. It's like, yeah, no shit, because it was designed to steal your quarters. I played this a lot when I was a kid and want to play it again. Get off my ass for enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I think these games are fun, and there's something to be said for just something kind of simple and fun. And there's something to be said for something that's made for fucking kids. Like, you know, video games, not all of them are for kids, but a lot of them you know, essentially are for kids. Like, you know, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now, and it's like, uh, the game's controls were praised by some, but criticized by others. Uh, fucking Jim Sterling of Destructoid took issue with having to plug in and unplug the nunchuck controller on the Wii when swapping between minigames, saying it's a pain in the arse. Like, okay, guy, calm the fuck down. Like, that's just not that serious. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I think a kid would handle his fucking business if you hand him a fucking game and say, Hey, son, you can go into this virtual island and do all kinds of crazy shit. Every now and then, you've got to fucking <laughs> unplug the nunchuck. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll handle that because I'm a fucking kid and I like fun. Like, you know, criticizing the game for that, it's just, you know, I don't know, it's, it's fucking hack. But, uh, again, that, you know, if you're going to review these games, play them with a fucking kid and see if the kid has fun. If the kid has fun, give the game, like, a seven. <laughs> like, seriously, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> it was terrible, um, it was awful, the controls didn't work, and I just had no fun. 8 out of 10, editor's choice. That's what I'm saying. Like, fucking buy it for your kids. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have to play it with them. They will enjoy it. You know, like, <laughs> it's just... I don't know, man. It's, uh... It's just one of the games... Like, you know, a game like this feels like it should be, like, fucking criticism proof. It's like, you know, there's so much shit in it that, like, yeah, obviously not everything's gonna be great. Not everything's gonna be deep and complex. But, like, you know, you get, you get a big fucking island... You get to explore the island. That's one thing that I think is actually really cool to start unlocking games. Like, they plop you down on the island. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll walk over to the bowling alley and fucking play some bowling. Okay, well, I'll climb up the mountain and do some mountain climbing. Like, you have to walk around and explore the island to unlock certain games. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Like, I kind of wish, like, Wii Sports Resort had that. Like, a free mode, like, where you could just, like, fucking ride around Woohoo Island in a little, like, dune buggy and be like, oh, look, there's a dog with a frisbee in his mouth. I'll throw the frisbee for the dog. Like, Ooh, <laughs> oh, look, it's a charter plane. Awesome. Like, you know, this game actually had some good ideas. So it's like, you yeah. know, fuck you if you want to criticize this game and say it's, like, you know, annoying and... You know, like, simplistic. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. It's a fucking, you know, compilation of 60 mini-games for fucking children, you douche. Like, it's just, you know... I sorry, like it's a... of, I like that idea of exploring a resort to unlock mini-games. Like, you could, you know, find the frisbee, throw it for a dog. You could yeah. find the surfboard, start the surfing mini-game. You could find the bar, you could start hitting on people. You that's know, what I'm saying. Just, it goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens when you go to a real resort. You gotta find the fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what we that's what we really need, like what Go Vacation, Wii Sports Resort, all of these games is missing is the obligatory Jimmy Buffett rhythm minigame. <laughs> no, it's oh. not missing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck that's Jimmy a cute Buffett. idea, David, but fuck no, that's not happening. <laughs> Oh, man. But anyway, uh, no, the game is a lot of fun. It's made by Namco, so it's got fun ukulele remixes of old Namco themes. Uh, it's got upwards of 50 minigames, and it's probably really fucking fun to play with your kids. So I'm actually really glad we got this request, because I'm like, okay, well, you know, 
I'm putting this on the list. Like, I'll eventually maybe play this game. I'm not going to play it by myself right now. Like, I, you know, I doubt this holds much fun for a fucking, <laughs> you know, 30, uh, 33-year-old man playing single-player mode. Like, no thank you. But uh, I got a five-and-a-half-year-old nephew, and, uh, you know, games don't go away. So uh, I, got a, I got a kid that'll probably enjoy this one day. So this sounds pretty fucking good. So thank you, Mixmaster, for the request. Uh, great tunes, great game, uh, you know, or, you know, Gentleman Six of a game. And, uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man. What do we, uh, what do we got next? Game five.
So this game includes Twitch integration, which allows viewers to uh, control when the character is able to heal himself, which can be very annoying. <laughs> um, and they can also decide uh, what upgrade paths you take on certain abilities. <laughs> So how are you guys feeling? Feeling excellent. Awesome. I have right, see what you got. I have an answer that's not a dick, but I'm not confident. You're not confident it's not a dick? David says <laughs> Diablo 3. That's incorrect. David. Johnny says penis. Incorrect. You should definitely be confident in your dick. And John says dead shells, which I assume that's dead cells, but he's drunk, so he's slurred. <laughs> and, um... So that's correct. That's right. <laughs> Fucking right it is. Oh, I should have known, because that's what you've been playing the most recently. Yeah! <laughs> and because oh, uh, you should listen to GTT Gems, patreon.com slash game that tune, people. We look back 30, 20, 10 years ago in video game music, and we play a little bit from uh, 2018 releases. And those uh, those songs might have sounded a little bit familiar to the eagle-eared listeners of GTT Gems. Or maybe I intentionally took the fall so we could have that ad spot for GTT Gems visible and listenable uh, to people on patreon.com slash game that tune. David, I can promote GTT Gems without standing on your back. You could have gotten the guess right. It's okay, man. <laughs> Shut yeah, up, we all, I did it on purpose. We appreciate it. <laughs> we all knew I was going to draw a dick, man. Johnny, tell us about <laughs> GTT Gems. The uh, Patreon-exclusive show where we look 30, 20, 10 years back on video So, <laughs> GTT Gems is the Patreon-exclusive show where we look back 30 years, 20 years, or 10 years ago on this wee month in gaming history. So, it it gets a little dicey in the 80s because it turns out that most games weren't really that tracked very well in the 80s. Like, right. the concept of a release date really didn't exist until Sonic the Hedgehog 2 came out on Sonic Tuesday in 1992. Now, Johnny, but, here's, you know, the, here's the question. When... 
when did Dead Cells come out? Um, not on Sonic Tuesday, nineteen ninety-two. I can tell you that. <laughs> He's right. I love. I love how Johnny's describing GTT Gems. Once again, our Patreon exclusive show, <laughs> which you can get access to by subscribing to us at patreon.com slash game that tune. We make and it every month. And he still manages, and he still manages to drop details about Sonic Tuesday for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's anyway. always got to get his buddy over. It was John. a drastic change in how video games were released from that point on. Like, it really was. <laughs> Johnny, what's your you. opinion on Super Mario Odyssey? Well, it's not Sonic the Hedgehog 3 available <laughs> on Sonic on Sega Genesis. Uh, I can tell you one I thing, mean, brother. <laughs> it's not. If you played Sonic 3, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He's not wrong. He's way off. <laughs> but enough about all of that. Jesse, uh, tell us about Dead Cells. Yes. Well, Dead Cells is one of the most fun games I've played in a while. It uh, scratches that Metroidvania itch because it, it kind of is a Metroidvania, <laughs> uh, but it's also like a roguelike. Um, so it's a like a 2D platformer, you know, kill stuff game. And um, but is it rhythmic? <clears throat> no, this one isn't rhythmic. This one is more like uh, it's been compared to Dark Souls. <gasps> really? Wh- yes. who, who on earth would compare a video game to Dark Souls? A lot of people. Okay. <laughs> Numerous so, people. Yeah. Which I can kind of see where it's coming from. Where, But whereas uh, Dark Souls makes me uh, want to rage quit immediately and regret my decision every time I purchase one, um, this game just fills me with delight. Like, even every time I die, I'm just like, oh boy, I get wonder what starting weapons I get this time. Now, quick question. And, um, Do you think they compare it to Dark Souls because they're drunk and Dark Souls sounds kind of like Dead Cells? Um, that could be, uh, I'd say about 26% of the reason. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that is a very specific percentile. Yeah. The, the it's the dead cells is... of video games. <laughs> what now? <laughs> from now on, I'm going to describe things as the dead cells of video games when people look at me and going to say, I'm sorry, I meant dark souls. Dark souls. Exactly. I'm going to describe things as the dead souls or the dark cells of video games. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is it's hard and we should please have sex now. Um... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> John, I'm I'm flattered, but spoken for. <laughs> so, like, you go through the game, and basically, you are this like clump of cells that is sentient. And you, every time you die, you take over a new body of the, this prisoner. What? And so, like, if like there's like funny little uh, references to it, like whenever in between stages there's like a little area where you can level up and stuff and there's like this in the background a pile of bodies and it's all your body and so like you can like look at it and it's like hey all these bodies look like me oh that's right (laughs) and so um so as you go through the game there are different like paths you can go and some of them you can't go through right away uh thus the metroidvania so like you gotta find you know, different abilities that are, can get you through different parts. Like, you can break the ground and go through areas that way eventually. And uh, there's, like, certain, like, coffins that you can teleport from at some point. Um, there's, like, a vine thing you can uh, make it grow up through so you can climb through a next stage. And so there's all different types of enemies that have, you know, little patterns or do different things. And you kind of, you know, as you fight them over and over again, you memorize and... Uh, know what they do or how annoying they are like there's like this fucking mushroom thing that I fucking hate because <laughs> like 
you, you won't see it at first. You'll just see something happening under the, your feet, and you're like, oh shit, one of those mushrooms is nearby. And you gotta get the fuck out of there, or a bunch of, like, spiny vines are gonna shoot up and, and fuck your day up. That's cool. Um... <laughs> And so, like, you, you can get a potion, and you can level up the potion so you can use it more than once. That's a good way to stay alive. Uh, you, you, whenever you kill enemies, some of them drop... They all drop money. Um, some of them drop cells, which you can use to level up your character. So when you die, those uh, the things you level up stay. So, like, you do get to... There's, like, a sense of progression, even though you're dying and technically starting over each time you're still not you know you're, you're still getting more powerful right slowly um, your options for what your starting weapons are improve you can find blueprints for like specific weapons that are really cool um, and then you can tweak like the things they do like you can make things freeze enemies poison enemies catch them on fire or like douse them in oil so if you have like a sword that lights stuff on fire it'll make them do more damage um, there's some weapons that do damage if you're up against the wall, like it like does more damage. Like there's a like a Spartan kick, and if they're next to the wall, you just like kick them and they just explode all over the wall, which is pretty pretty gratifying. That's um, a, I love a good kick. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty pretty vicious kick. It's the main reason I uh, play Ganondorf in fucking Smash Brothers. I'm actually a little disappointed they changed all his attacks to, like sword based. It's like no, I like kicking stuff. <laughs> yeah, he still has um, his kick. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, just like numerous kicks. Oh, okay. Well, they added Ken, so you get your kicks that way. That's true. I mean, there's plenty of kicks, I'm just saying. But, like, there's so many different types of weapons. There's, like, different bows. There's different melee weapons. Uh, then you, there's also, like, traps and, and turrets you can place down. And they all have weird things. You can level them up so they pierce targets or, or cause, like, gas clouds or summon these, like, uh, carnivorous worm things like it's a really cool game and um, I don't know it just when you're playing it it feels like a really really good Castlevania game and um, maybe even better at some some points like it's kind of spooky a little bit the art style is great um, yeah, it's the music is kind of like ambient yeah it's pretty animations are smooth um, it's got like a dark sense of humor. It doesn't like throw a whole bunch of like exposition on you. It's pretty much just like, every, like you, there's someone talks to you in the very beginning and then, you know, you kind of talk to a, like three or four other people. Uh, it's all like environmental storytelling, which is pretty cool. Like you just show up and you're like, oh, this door's all fucked up. I guess there's something big, you know, nearby. And, um... It's just a really, really fucking solid game, and it's like on pretty much every platform right now. So yeah, no, it's cool, man. So at what uh, point in the game uh, do you fight or play as Fat Man? Who? Fat Man, the guy in the rollerblades with the bombs. Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not that dead cell. Oh shit! Because no, I had a lot of follow-up different. questions based around Vamp and Fortune yeah. and Solid Snake. No, no, no. But it's uh, different dead cells, huh? Yeah, this is a little bit different. Although at the same time, I could see it being like a prequel. Yeah. Oh man. So it'd be great if you were playing as like the reanimated, you know, body of like a like a big shell trooper, like just a dead cell oh, set. Man. Dead cells on the big shell. I mean, it shells itself. <laughs> dead cells on the half shell turtle power. <laughs> 
I feel like Whoa, everything should be a prequel to Metal Gear Solid. Uh, David, everything is. That's the secret of Metal Gear Solid. It's the it's the end point. It's the singularity of uh, fucking all of video game existence. Guys, so, uh, everything in what, in what is Metal really Gear just. Game does, does Solid Snake come across an Italian mercenary, mercenary, <laughs> and his brother who had to rescue a woman from a giant like ape themed robot mech? Yeah, and you know, eventually Snake has to choke out Dennis Hopper. It's a great fucking game. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, I really want to play this game. It actually looks a lot like a lot of fun. I, you know, something about like roguelikes, though. I don't know, man. It's just uh, they don't do it for me. I, you know, I like to memorize the patterns of things and know well, that I'll eventually be able to progress through the thing. Like it, the thing, it, the thing is, is it's not as roguelikey. Like um, the the levels are kind of procedurally generated, but they're like big chunks of levels that are. So it's always going to be like, okay, this big chunk. Okay, I know what this is. Okay. You know, like you'll get to know that things are going to be generally in certain spots, um, and there's like little uh, portals all throughout the stages. So like, if you need to backtrack, you can get back to someplace quickly. Um, the only thing that's like too too random is like where the enemies are gonna be and what they drop. So like, otherwise you can kind of get a good idea of where like, cause there's some doors that are timed, and so like if you speed through like stages, you can get to these timed doors and get a whole bunch of like money cells and some cool items sometimes. And um, nice. so if you remember where those are, you can like charge up your character pretty good. And you gotta be good at playing the game because you gotta get there in a hurry. Like you gotta fucking yeah, like too. thrash your way through some shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like it, man. You know, it incentivizes you to uh, learn how to play the game well. And no, this game—you know—the game sounds really fucking cool. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, I, you know, I like, uh, I like knowing what's coming. Like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, Mega Man games—you you jump over that pit, the thing flies up and hits you, you fall into the pit. Okay, don't jump and try and jump over that pit. Like, if they randomize it, then it's like, whoa, hold up now, like. That, you know, somehow when I hear roguelike, it triggers just like a frustration center in my brain. But if, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, this one I feel like isn't as, it's not as random. That's cool. Like, except for like, like I said, where the enemies are. But usually they're in the same, like, you know, when you're about to come up against a bunch of enemies, usually. Yeah, and if, if it's like, okay, well, you don't know where the enemies are, but like the enemies don't change their attack patterns, and it's like, okay, yeah, I know how to deal with that fucking guy. Like, that's yeah, the, they have all the same attack patterns. Okay, yeah, like, no. that's, that's one thing you learn what they do, and. That's much more accessible, because, yeah, you know, that'd be one thing. It's like, okay, well, you know, you don't know what enemies are coming, you don't know where they are, and uh, turns out that fat guy, he attacks with fucking, like, laser beams instead of, like, you know, brute <laughs> strength. Like, what? <laughs> like, that, just. That that would uh, that would fuck everything up for me, but no, uh, yeah, that that actually sounds really cool, um, and, you know, and it's on Switch, and I know I can get it, and uh, you know, I just haven't yet, and it and I, you know, that's all in spite of all the shit that happened with Dead Cells earlier this year. Like seriously, we, we you know, you really should download GTT Gems because I give a fucking tirade of shit to that shitty IGN editor for ripping off that fucking uh, that review, <laughs> man. Um, I'm really glad that happened because it got like publicity for this game and I think this game got some attention that it wouldn't necessarily have gotten otherwise so uh, yeah it's a, it's a cool yeah, it's, game it's really solid like it's one of those games where I keep playing it and doing the same things every time I play it but it's fun every single time I love it like 
just killing stuff, getting new weapons. There's a this specific combo I really like, which is an ice bow and the heavy crossbow. Basically, you freeze a dude and then you shoot like six arrows into their face, like at point blank range, like a shotgun. Nice. That pretty gets rid of nice. stuff pretty quick. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know, it sounds cool as hell. Uh, it looks cool as hell. And uh, from what you've been, you know, showing on, uh, you know, some streams and stuff, it sounds like it plays really well. So, it, you know, it's uh, it's something we all need to fucking check out. And I'm a little disappointed with myself that I haven't checked it out. But seriously, I, you know, man, I, I have realized this year has not been my year for games. There's something about having a baby that really cuts into your gameplay in time. I don't know, man. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. Fucking babies, mm. am I yeah. right? You know, what a whack fucking set of circumstances <laughs> I've put myself in. Where, uh... Yeah, Send I, all I hate mail another... to David Fleming, care of Game That Too. Yeah. Oh, I really man. want to watch that sitcom about a couple has a baby. And then they That's don't the have premise. enough time to play a fucking video game. <laughs> like, I believe know. that was called Mad About You Final Season. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Mad About You 1.5 HD Remix Final Season. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good, man. Also, I love the fact about Johnny wanting to watch a sitcom titled Fucking babies, am I right? <laughs> Let's not get into that at all. Jesse, is there yeah, anything else on Dead Cells? <laughs> I think if you if you haven't played it yet and you like uh, Castlevania games, uh, this is something to check out. Awesome, man. Well, uh, Johnny, man, you know, the calculating computer's got a job on its hands, so uh, let's see what happens, man. All right. Calculating computer activated. Leaps. As John's trivia said, a diddling scandal. Leaps. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is. Jesse Moore. Whoa! Shit. So. Congratulations, <laughs> man. What's the theme for the next episode? Well. <laughs> sorry, David. But this might be something you're interested to. Um, I made a bold claim. Well, it's not really that bold, but <laughs> on, in the Discord. <laughs> uh, a very great man passed away recently, uh, Stanley. so I think we should do uh, comic book games. I mm. fully fucking agree, agree with that. Goddamn, what a week. Um, R.I.P. Stanley. That is a better theme than I could have come up with. God damn it, David. That wasn't going to be your theme? Okay, frankly, I'm glad we gave Jesse the win. (laughs) (laughs) I had bonus music tied to my theme from like two weeks ago. Oh, hell. (laughs) Then you're going to love the fact that I'm going to steal your bonus music. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. Um, Excellent Did anybody else upload bonus music? Because we should use theirs instead. I totally uploaded bonus music. It ties into we should use okay. John's instead. It ties into Please my theme. John's. Um, so wait, are we going with my theme or are we going with Jesse's theme? So Je- um, Jesse's and- theme. Okay, good. John's bonus music. No, I'm sorry. Wait, Jesse's theme. Free play jingle for the bonus music. No. Yeah, that sounds that works good. Too. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for listening tonight. What a show! I love the idea of here's the theme. Free play. <laughs> The theme is this. The bonus music is for some reason a free play jingle for maximum confusion. <laughs> GTT is the place to be. God damn, son. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. What a great time we've had tonight. Thank you for everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. Twitch.tv, Facebook.com, YouTube.com, all slash Game That Tune. Find us. We're uh, live every Wednesday night at 9 Eastern, and we love having you guys hanging out with us. 
Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out the following Wednesday mornings, and we do a little polish. We make ourselves sound good, and we appreciate you listening there in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you to everybody who checks out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for fun exclusives. Uh, we've got fantastic bonus content there. We've got GTD gems where we take a look back 30, 20 and 10 years ago in video game music history. Uh, we've got covered up with our new episode where Jesse talks about mega ran and plays some of his fantastic tunes. Um, and you guys, uh, you guys give us the, the money and the support that we need to do, uh, some random video game streaming and all kinds of other fun stuff. We've got our, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie commentary coming out soon for, uh, for our patrons. Yeah. So thank you for checking out that. Be sure to, you know, log into Patreon and check your messages because we've got more video game movie commentaries in the works and we want you guys in the chat with us. You guys are our VIPs and we appreciate you being a patron. So, uh, you should go over to patreon.com slash game that tune and check us out. December 13th, we're going to be taping uh, the Double Dragon movie. Fuck yeah, dude. I have never yes. seen Double Dragon. I'm admitting it now, and from everything I've read, Same. it's fucking dog shit crazy, so I can't wait for this. <laughs> it's awful and ridiculous. Yeah. Robert Patrick plays a Japanese man, and I'm here for it. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, check out patreon.com slash game that tune. We got great stuff coming there. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are fantastic. Fantastic, and we appreciate the support. Uh, thank you to Mixmaster for his request tonight. He hit us up in our Discord channel, which you should find us in and chat with us. We love hearing from you guys. But you can also send us your requests. Uh, GameThatTune at gmail.com. You can send us messages on Facebook. You can send us messages on Twitch. I don't know. We'll probably check that. You can send us messages on Twitter at GameThatTune. You can send each of us individual messages on Twitter. I am there at JGangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JR. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah. So, Jesse, you've got the bonus tunes, man. What are we going home with? I mean, I really like that free play jingle, so let's play that again. (laughs) All right. Johnny loses. Peace out, everybody. Game that tune. I know what it's like to lose. Feel so desperately that you're right. Get to fail. Dread it. Run from it. Free play. arrives all the same. John Regan says Bionic Commando rearmed. Incorrect. We got uh, Johnny with a dick guitar. Johnny says Bottle Rocket the game. That's incorrect. So Johnny says Fallout 4, which is incorrect. John Regan says Drawing of a Penis. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says Double Penis. We got Double Dragon from Johnny. Incorrect. John Regan. God damn it! So close! Says Shovel Knight Showdown. Uh, <laughs> Johnny said Iggy's Wrecking Balls, which is unfortunately incorrect. Johnny says Echo the Show, which is also wrong. Wow, Johnny's so quick with the answer, says the love boat, and he's wrong. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> John Regan says Milo and Otis. You're out of your mind. And John drew a, Johnny drew a penis. John, we've already used Tekken 2 on the show, man. Oh, we have? Damn it. So, John Regan says Tekken 2, which is incorrect. Uh, John Regan uh, fell for my bait and said Metal Gear Solid, which is incorrect. John, <laughs> John Regan says Final Surf Fantasy, which is close. John Regan says Chill-Ass Super Metroid. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says World of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse and Duck. I ran out of room. <laughs>
Okay. No. John says Robot Radical Rex, which is also incorrect. Oh, I try to draw a slot machine with dicks. Oh, uh, that's incorrect. Oh, man, we got a dick with a birthday hat. Uh, looks like it might be coming or peeing. I'm not sure yet. Um, and so that's incorrect, Johnny. Sorry. John Regan has uh, that birthday hat penis uh, now jizzing onto a birthday cake. Free play! What? F Zero is copyright 1991, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Crypt of the Necro. <coughs> Crypt of the Necro Dancer is copyright 2015, Brace Yourself Games. Mega Man 11 is copyright 2018, Capcom Company Limited. Go Vacation is copyright 2011 2018, Bandai Namco Entertainment Incorporated. Dead Cells is copyright 2018, Motion Twin. This game's winner is. David Fleming. No way. That's, uh, that's highly unexpected. Not because David doesn't win games, just because we had a three-way tie and we did, we came up with no way of breaking that tie. So, yeah. That required, like, a three-sided die flip. Exactly. You know, the old triple coin flip. Oh, man. Johnny, I hate to tell you, but your triangular the coins, old... they're not real money. <laughs> the old quantum coin flip. <laughs> Two sides this three coin, states. except when we need David to maybe win three sides. So, uh, fantastic, man. What a game. What a show. This is what happens when we don't prepare a lightning round. David wins. And, uh, you know. I, I David... like how, like, Sean wins when there's no possible way he could win. And then, like, when there's no possible way we could find a winner, fuck it. David wins. Yeah. We, didn't, we have no out for this. David wins. So, yeah. Great Slowly game. but surely, we're establishing GTT canon here. <laughs> it's a very surely the only one that can pull us into a good topic. Yeah, no, I had a perfectly good theme. You know, you, we could have taken a like a huddle real quick, but no, it's all good. David's got the theme that will save us all. So, David, you've won this week's show. What's your I theme? I love the way that you say that you have the theme. Like you're not the one messaging Johnny. Hey, here's who should win this week. I didn't send any messages. You, you know, this. Whoa, whoa, the whoa. chat is blank, my friend. <laughs> All okay. I said in the chat was, "I have to pee." I've filled the you cup. Are... It's time for you to pick the theme. <laughs> I have a solution to this. I mean, I was Shit. prepared with the theme. I brought bonus music, but fuck, yeah, I don't have bonus Fucking music. steal it from me, John. Asshole. Jesse has entered David's dead body and reanimated it, and now the dungeon <laughs> has. Where the fuck did I die? The, the dungeon has shifted itself, and everything has changed. And Jesse's gonna take us forward into a new Sweet. theme. So.